As always, to Disney Minus, uh, the Disney podcast where we are watching every Disney movie in the Disney Plus or in the Disney Plus offering. Uh, anyway, we decided to watch Frozen today for no specific reason at all. Uh, That's I'm right, Steven. Frozen, <laughs> the very popular and well-known uh, Disney ski lift-based horror movie. Yes, that one. Woo-hoo! Everyone remembers this. We all we are all talking about it. I'm Steven, and I like warm hugs. I'm Kat, and Nero, somebody's got to tell him. (laughs) I'm uh, Nero, and at least it's not the Sarlacc pit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, it's not wrong. You know, I'm surprised uh, watching this movie. I mean... It's pretty non-trad, isn't it? This is what all of the, the hubbub is about? I heard there were good songs in it, and like... There were, I don't remember any songs. There were there were a couple, but they... I don't know, maybe they were just overhyped at the time. It sounded like mid-2000s butt rock to me. It, it, it Not even like the... Not even like the good butt rock, either. No, and the lady in the movie didn't look like any of the, what I've seen on like the posters or in stores. I mean, she was blonde, at least. They got close. I mean, honestly, for a Disney movie, I was expecting a lot more talking animals. Yeah, the <laughs> animals in this movie didn't really talk. I mean, they're pretty irregular for a Disney movie, you're right. I mean, they did plenty, but no, I, I expected a lot more singing and happy and cuddly animals. Well, to be fair, they looked happy. That's well, because they're the boys, and I knew they, they were getting treats off screen. Exactly. Uh, I, yeah, I, I'm shocked that such a non-traditional Disney film has become so popular and well-known. But, Maybe it's uh, a sign of the times. Maybe things are... are looking up for maybe. variety among disney movies maybe they're really gonna start taking risks lately and they're and they're gonna really really push the envelope on what a disney movie really means yes i mean i thought i like the grittier direction that they're going i mean yeah. i think they could really take the places i really wasn't expecting a horror horrifyingly mutilated corpse in a disney movie but you know what <laughs> yeah. we got it i mean you do you don't get the detail they put into like the shattered legs oh, yeah i mean yeah. they're there are jokes, of course, about like Disney movies having high body counts. Of course, we remember Mufasa and stuff, but I was genuinely surprised that this one had such a body count. Yeah, you don't see Mufasa's like shattered bones sticking out of his flesh. <laughs> oh man, there's a deleted scene. Right, they really don't shy away from that shit in this one. Well, I guess uh, we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves. I guess we should start recapping the movie. Yeah, let's start from the beginning. Yeah, let's yeah start at the beginning with um, how many solid minutes do we have of this lovely ski lift B roll? It's like thirty seconds. Oh god, it just, felt longer than that. 
of just like ski lift machinery at the beginning. Pretty avant-garde choice for a Disney film. Yeah. Wasn't I mean, really something new. Yeah, it wasn't really a lot of like background music or anything over it. It sounded like it was I mean, it sounded like they were like playing it up some to like emphasize or whatever, but it sounded like it was relatively believable ski or ski lift sounds. Oh yeah. Uh after our, you know, haha cold open, get it? Because it's frozen. <laughs> um yeah. We meet our, our principal characters, uh, Dan, uh, his buddy, Joe Lynch, and Dan's girlfriend, Parker, who are three college students on a weekend uh, ski trip. Yes. I keep forgetting Lynch's first name was Joe. Yeah, they just call him Lynch, yeah. I guess. Um, and I don't think we got Dan's name until like a good little bit. I mean, not, not a huge amount of time, but longer than I would have thought. Which that's also something new for Disney. They usually like throw the names at you right off the bat. Yeah, they like you to know who their characters are. Yeah, and uh, you know, weird enough, Joe Lynch appears to be a reference to like one of the director's friends because there's a real director named Joe Lynch who actually cameos in the film alongside director um, Adam Green as one of the guys on the chairlift in uh, behind them. I think. Oh, that's right. I had heard there were a few little nods oh, and things funny. like that. Um, what was it? On the IMDb trivia, there is a missing person poster at one point that apparently is... I forgot the name that's on it, but it's apparently a joke uh, digging at like the guy who normally does their camera work for most of their movies. Huh. Yeah, I saw that he couldn't be on this movie, so they tacked him on the missing poster. Yeah. That's, that's a neat little way to, to send up your, your, your usual camera guy. Uh, but I guess, you know, we're, we're here with these three guys, and they have a kind of a problem... Tickets to this place are apparently expensive, but Lynch here knows a girl who he's sweet on, and they can he can get them in for cheap. But she's not working today. Instead, it's just some like schlubby guy. Yeah, uh, just some just some dude who, I mean, ultimately, I guess, does get them <laughs> where they need to go. Yeah. Um. And so they hatch a plan. It's like, well, okay, obviously Joe isn't going to be able to uh, sway this dude. So why don't we have Parker go up there? And try to do it. And she doesn't. She isn't really feeling it. But Dan's like, no, no, no. Come on. Come on. You gotta do it. Gotta get us in. I'll, here, I'll give you a hundred bucks. He gives uh, her a hundred bucks. And then, again, for a really odd... Look that classic misogyny, baby. Yeah, for a really odd move. Especially for a Disney movie. Like, we straight up see him, like... Not rip, I guess. But, like, unzip her jacket and try to, like, spread it out some. And I mean, we usually see this from the villains, not the heroes. So that's definitely something... From Disney. I'd argue mm-hmm. this movie does try to blur the lines on, considering it uh, here soon is only going to have the three. Yeah, so uh, they, 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 there's negotiations happen. Uh, she, they, she gets to talking to this guy. Uh, they come up with a lie that her and her like, you know, two pretty girlfriends are trying to get up to this snow, uh, this snow lodge, uh, and they manage to convince this dude to let them on. Uh, oh my god, sees... I said I was going to pay for it, but silly me, can you believe I forgot the credit card I was going to use? Yeah, like, she puts on the, the ditzy blonde act, um, and, and gets all three of them in. And they're just, uh, this is, is this where we get some, some talk about how, like, the, the damn Dan, uh, damn Daniel, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> At it again. Uh, you, you really took your, your new girlfriend along to our bro skiing night, huh? Yeah, I'm fully convinced that Lynch is... He, I'm going to say secretly, because it, this may even be at like a subconscious level where he doesn't quite realize, but I'm fully convinced that Lynch is in love with Dan, and that's the reason he's mad Parker is here. 
yeah, like they always say he's such a chick magnet, but he never has any girlfriends. And later in the movie, he says, oh, well, I used to have a girlfriend, but she was with some other guy. I don't know, man. It just The math, it just isn't adding up. Yeah. And we'll get to it, but I have some thoughts on the story that he tells as far as his ex, too. So we'll, I don't know. We'll, we'll tease this out and see where it goes. So they're going up this ski lift and, you know, in, in, a, in a spot of sharp foreshadowing, it's, it jams and stops in the middle of the, uh, the go. And so they're hanging there for a minute and, P- and Parker's getting kind of anxious about it. Which, to, granted, I've never gone like skiing or snowboarding, but from what I understand is a thing, they will get stuck every now and then. Yeah, I mean, operating that much machinery in a cold environment like that, it's going to jam eventually. Yeah. Also, though, from what I've heard, they're supposed to take, like, really good precautions to make sure people don't get stuck on the, pardon me, on the lifts like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, they're definitely supposed to coat those things with antifreeze, for sure. Um, and, you know, the, 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 the lift gets back going, and they're, they're back on, on their way. Uh, there's a montage of them doing some skiing. Parker's not great at it yet, but she's learning. In fairness um, to her, she's probably the exact skill level I would be. Yeah, I would be doing far worse than her. Um, we yeah, we see Lynch he- helping a girl out with her skis, and her his uh, her boyfriend, or as we later learn, her ex boyfriend, who's oh, right. still weirdly aggressive about it for some reason, um, kind of shoves him away, thinking he's he's up to something, but he really was just helping her get her skis on. Um, and you know. The, we 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 uh we cut to them in the uh, the lodge. They're having some dreadful looking pizza, just awful. Yeah, not like you've had you've had like school lunchroom pizza, and like go down a couple of rungs on the pizza ladder, and you're you might get to what this is. Like these people need to like take a leaf at Hayao Miyazaki's notebook as to how to make food look good, right? Yeah. Like, I would, you know, I would think if this place is so, you know, expensive, then they could, they could afford some better pizza than, like, the, the local store brand frozen stuff that you cut into squares. Get themselves, like, a good brick oven in there. Yeah. Like, come on, guys. Is it really that hard? But we, we get a shot of, it looks like Parker, I guess, has gotten up for a minute. And so Lynch and Dan are, are, they're bickering about Lynch doesn't like that Parker came because he says it's, it's ruining his time with his buddy. Yeah. So it's boys night. It's been boys night every weekend. And like, you're, you're, you're you're ruining it by taking along this third wheel. Um, and then and of course like, the classic trope, Parker walks up as he's saying all this. Yeah, and he has to go and of he course. tries to go like, no, 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 no. I didn't mean that. Um But uh, you know, and then she t- she she breaks the like rule about not talking about schoolwork, apparently. She's like, Well, I got some some I don't know if I want to stay all night. I kinda wanna go back down the mountain, get my chapters done. Uh he's like, No, no, no. No no talking about real life here. the only thing that matters is the skiing. It's sacred. That fresh powder. Well, fresh I say fresh. But yeah, she she asks for the locker key so she can go to her phone, which Dan just does not want to like. And and again, like a weird weird move for a Disney protagonist, and just how unlikable he's coming off here with the, just straight up telling her, "No, I'm not going to give you your phone," or "No, I'm not going to give you the key to go check your phone." Rather, yeah, not even like the go go get it for you. Just give give her the key uh, to get the phone. Yeah. 
Um, so they, I guess, uh, they decide like, or Dan and Joe decide like, well, how about we do, how about we do one more run down the mountain before we leave? Um, how about we, how about we try to squeeze one in? Um, and so they, they go out there and they see the guy they bribed before closing up the ski, the ski lift, uh, system. Yeah, which something, and again, probably just since I've never been, but something I hadn't, uh, hadn't thought about, like, which is kind of neat, sticking a flag on what is officially the last chair to let, I guess, whoever's at the other end know, okay, no one else is coming down. Yeah. And like, they argue with him, like, come on, just let us down. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll just one trip and we'll be right back up. We all, we already paid you a hundred bucks. Can you just let us go? He's like, yeah, yeah, fine. Whatever. Um, and he, he lets them on the ski lift and sends them on their way. And right after that, some dude comes up and informs him he is going to be working next Saturday. And he is quite cross as I would be too. If someone just yeah. said, Hey, you're working next Saturday. I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> what? Especially for, it sounds like he, he says he put put in for this a while ago because it's supposed to be his brother's bachelor party and he's the best man. Like, that is, like, you should 100% be pissed. Yeah, he goes to talk to his manager, I assume, about about sorting this out. Uh, and the guy who replaces him, like, yeah, hey, uh, you want me to finish closing up? And he says, yeah, there's, uh, there's, there's like three more guys down there. Once they come back, you can close back up. And then there's just kind of a, a, a series of, of uh, classic you know, goofs and errors as the people who are controlling the ski lift kind of change hands and a game of telephone is played. Yeah. Um, and they end up closing, they shut down the ski lift while they're still up there. Yeah, which, oh, actually, during that whole weird, wacky turn of events, it does turn out that there were three other randos, I guess, on the on their way down, too. Yeah, so they they come up, and then the guy's like, oh, I guess these are the guys he was talking about. So, uh, yeah, sure, I'll close it up now. And they're stuck there. It's, like, below freezing. It's the middle of the night. They're hanging on the middle of this uh, this train or this this seat. And, like, you know, it's it's a kind of a, it's a very unorthodox setting for a Disney movie. I know we keep saying it, but, you know, just sitting on, in, on a ski lift in the middle of the night for, like, an hour of the film. Yeah. Well, to be fair, there are daytime shots, but yeah, like, this is where we're gonna be for the whole rest of the movie. We don't really go anywhere else. Yeah, pretty much this exact spot until the very end. Can I just say that I am highly disappointed that at no point, at this point, once they're up on the lift, did anybody build a snowman? I heard that people built a snowman in this movie, or at least asked if people wanted to build a snowman, and there was no snowman building anywhere. Yeah, I must have missed that line or something, because I definitely remember that being in, like, the advertising and the memes. Yeah, like, the the amount of false advertising Disney seems to have put into this movie is is boggling. Maybe it's, like, it's, like, like kind of a a trick to, like, get you in, to to really shock you and surprise you by by how uh, subversive this is by Disney standards. But I get they're trying to lure people in, but, I mean, like, come on, at this point, you're Disney. You shouldn't have to lure people in like this for real uh but you know everyone is kind of freaking out a little bit uh they're they're yelling they're hollering they're carrying on parker especially is having a bad time yeah and hey you know it's a good way to calm down when you're freaking out about something like this talking about the worst way to die <laughs> yeah dan's like hey what do you think of the worst way to die would be and i was like what <laughs> it's such a weird choice but sure i guess 
Uh, I guess he just, he's just got a weird sense of humor. Um, but while they're he's discussing so this, it's like someone someone says burning uh, would be the worst way to go. Uh, Joe says the Sarlacc pit because he get it. He's a nerd. Um, yeah, yeah, that was it. Parker had said burning, and he's like, no, no way. You would suffocate from the smoke before you even felt the flames. And she's like, oh yeah, well you're so smart. What's yours? And he says the Sarlacc pit because you're digested over a thousand years and. Man, you're going to be dead way before the thousand. Yeah, I guess it depends on how, what kind of fire you die in. I mean, if you're burned at the stake, you're definitely going to feel those flames first. Yeah. But if it's some kind of building fire, sure, you'd be dead before the fire or whatever. Whatever, Parker, whatever, Joe. I forget what Dan says. I don't, I genuinely don't remember what Dan says. I think, I think this, this, I think just serves to remind us that I'm pretty sure them buying out so, or Lucas Arts had been fairly was still fairly recent at this point. Or was still yeah, works. just a cute little reference uh, for everyone who had been paying attention to the news. Uh, if they if it hadn't been uh, bought, then they definitely were in talks, and there were there were a lot of rumors swirling around about it. But uh, yeah. you know they're up there, they're kind of freaking out a little bit, and they see a snowplow down below, and they think it's coming to get them. Yeah, uh, really interesting Easter egg. You know who's driving the snowplow? Who is driving the snowplow? This is Kane Hodder, the guy who um, physically played Jason. Jason Voorhees? Yeah, in the, the last four Jason movies and um, the uh, the Friday the 13th video game. Wow. Oh my god, that's awesome. Again, really weird pull for Disney. Not something I would, someone I would have expected to see in their movie. Yeah, right? like, a, like a Jason cameo? That's very interesting. I would have expected, you know, may, maybe Darth Vader, but you know... Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but unfortunately, he doesn't see them. Um, they they like throw stuff at the snowplow to try to get his attention, but he looks away right as they start throwing stuff, and he uh, he backs out. Oh, right. I mean, all these kids have to do would be start having sex or smoking weed on the on the uh, chairlift, and Jason would have been right up there. That's true. He he would. <laughs> there you go. They know what they had to do. See, well, Disney, while I, you're doing your nods, you gotta know what you're talking about here. I guess they didn't know he was driving it. Uh, oh yeah, he was sent out there to collect someone, but it turns out the guy was already back. I guess. And, and so he turns around and leaves and strands them up there, and so they're they're stuck there for a much longer time. It's very, very cold. Um, and they're they're talking about, like, well, we need to figure out something here. Like, someone's gonna have to jump. Uh, and that seems like a terrible idea to me, especially if you haven't done it before. I'll never let go, Jack. <laughs> especially this late at night. Like, wait until the morning when there's probably been, like, a fresh layer buildup that I can get. Yeah. But, hmm, this doesn't seem like the best time. Oh, right, I forgot. Also, aren't they wearing, like, what is it you're supposed to wear? Like, reflective colors or, like, the bright, big old colors so people can see you? Yeah. Like... Parker is, but the other two's jackets are pretty dark, yeah. Um, you know what they call that? Survival of the fittest. Yeah, she's the one who <laughs> lives, so, like, wear your bright colors, kids. Oh, see, they were trying to get, her some, get something across with it. Yeah, this, this is really a, a movie about ski safety. Um, and, uh, are you sure this isn't a PSE film? Like, the ones they showed us like when we were all kids in grade school. Oh, my goodness. Wear your safety colors, or this shit will happen. Yeah. So, uh, then Dan decides, well, I guess I'll jump. Um, and they, he, he says he's done it before, but then immediately, uh, recants and says, actually, (laughs) I've never done this before. I'm scared shitless. And he's clearly never done this before because he doesn't even attempt to tuck and roll. No, he does not. (laughs) Like, he just, 
keeps him. I don't know why I'm signaling this with my fingers because it's not like you guys can see, but he just keeps his legs like yeah, straight, dead straight the whole way down. And man, he doesn't practice up and roll. He doesn't practice diving. Maybe that tell you don't jump with your legs straight out. Ugh. Yeah, like. So yeah, he just lands on his legs, and they very gnarly uh, bones <laughs> sticking out of his legs. I didn't like to see this. This, um, and he's obviously having a bad time. Now, what I will say, and again, what's kind of maybe it's just because Disney hasn't done live action in a while, but on the close-ups, it really looked like they had just sausage sticking out of his pant leg for the bone. Yeah, it's uh, I couldn't tell. I wasn't looking too closely at it. Um. But yeah, they uh, he's he's yelling and screaming and carrying on because his bones are sticking out of his leg. Um, and uh, you know, Joe is trying to get him to to make a tourniquet, uh, which oh right, he tosses him like a bandana or something, right? Yeah, I'm sure that'll help. Um, sure. So they're like panic. Everyone's panicking now, and and they're trying to see if he can move at all. And the answer is, of course, no. <laughs> um, and so they're, they're just theorizing about what else they can do. They're like, well, maybe Joe can like climb along the, the cable, uh, but it's all iced over and also it's really sharp. Yeah. Or at least that's what they're saying, which again, I won't, I, I guess I kind of got to trust Disney on this one because I don't know shit about speed high apps. tension cable, high tension steel cables are definitely super sharp. Um, you don't, no, I, I read up on this though. Miniatures tested this, and like basically, I think they found that it would definitely shred your gloves, and it might cause damage to your hand, but not to the extent that Disney's about to show. Yeah, I mean, he could still grab some stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like, while they're trying to do this and figure it out, uh, some pup and some heckin' good doggos come out of yeah, the woods. Yeah, here. Here are our animal friends. I didn't even see these guys in any of the advertising. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see any wolves in any of the advertisements. But I guess there's a bunch of them in the movie. Um, they aren't very nice, though. Well, see, that's and this is the thing that I had mentioned on the Beverly Hills Chihuahua episode: the weird disconnect that you get when they have real dogs. Like the the wolves that they're using are clearly like not being, for the most part, at least not being aggressive. They're here just hanging out, and then so they have to like edit in like growling noises over them yeah and some of these wolf noises like real sound real suspect i don't know if these people have ever heard a wolf before but regardless they like uh tear him to shreds while uh, they tear dan to shreds while uh joe off screen yeah well some of it is on screen uh the noises are more than enough um oh yeah oh yeah so but but joe makes parker not look at it uh yeah because I'm pretty sure she turned her head and got and at least got a, got a little bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's dead. Uh, pretty graphic way to go for a Disney film yet again. Again, yeah. Are we gonna hear him gurgling on his own blood? Wild. Uh, but, this is where the, the tensions run high, and Lynch is is like just kind of being a real shithead to Parker here uh, for the for this next bit, and yeah, he's saying this... it's all her fault. Okay, yeah, okay. Because I remember them arguing about whose fault it was for a little bit, but I forgot if it was immediately after or if it was, like, the next night. Yeah, no, it was, like, immediately after. Uh, There's only one night they're on there, otherwise they would definitely be dead. Yeah. Um, 
And they're, you know, they're, once again, very, you know, lot of, <laughs> these guys are kind of assholes for a Disney protagonist. Usually we're, we're criticizing them for being a little bit too bland, if anything else. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, these guys are straight up dicks. Um, <laughs> but, you know, they, they kind of break down and hug it out. Uh, morning comes. Uh, there's a horrible scene where uh, Parker lost one of her ski gloves. And she fell asleep holding on to the safety rail. Oh yeah, this was uh, not good to look at. No, and no. it like it has been the skin has been frozen to the rail, and she pulls it away. Ugh, yeah, Ugh. terrible. Um, wear your gloves, kids. Yeah, do yeah. not lose your gloves if you're stuck on a ski lift in sub-zero temperatures. Oh, and what's also just so so terrible to see is throughout the movie she has like a worsening spot of frostbite on yeah, her on cheek. Her cheek. Uh, it keeps getting worse and worse. She keeps fucking with it too, and just, just want to be like, no. Yeah, yeah at for, some point, like for people who haven't seen this Disney movie, if you have seen a Christmas story, the scene where Flick gets his tongue stuck <laughs> to the telephone pole, imagine that, but much, much worse. Yeah, way worse. I mean, you know, just basically flaying herself on this cold steel. Um, this is what would have happened to Flick if the fire department hadn't. Yeah, I would just oh, torn his oh tongue no. Out. Yeah, so Lynch decides, all right, we need to do something. I'm going to try to climb the, uh, the like, uh, cables again. And he does so. He, he shreds his hands and gloves, and apparently they wouldn't have been this a- as bad as they, uh, they show. But I guess they needed to boost it for dramatic tension. Well, yeah, got to, got to try to get the audience, you know, worried about it. Oh, yeah. Are they going to make it? Oh, yeah. Um, we already saw what happened to one guy, and boy, that was rough. Um, so he makes it to this car that's slightly lower to the ground. Um, and he's like, throw me my uh, my spare ski pole. Oh, that's right, because, yeah, he's going to try to, like, fight. He, like, indicates he's going to try to fight off the wolves when he gets to the ground. <laughs> yeah. Because that's totally going to end well. Yeah, dude, good luck. But okay. so he makes it to the like maintenance, like a, a ladder, like a maintenance ladder, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, and climbs down there. Uh, he uh, he like falls onto the ground, but he he uh, oh, Parker misses, of course, because she's been uh, stuck in sub zero temperatures for the past like 16 hours. So she pro- doesn't have a lot of throwing strength, which I mean, you can't blame her. No, you can't yeah, blame no. her. Um, Plus, you know, I'm missing a chunk of her hand. Yeah, yeah, that's that. gonna make doing anything hand related suck. So she, uh, she like grabs, uh, or he, he, you know, grabs the thing, or he, he gets onto the snow. He like falls off, and then the the wolves uh, come back in there and they set on him. But he manages to like hit one with the the ski pole and it uh, runs away. Yeah, no, and, and <laughs> but... poor puppy. But then we find out, like, a minute later, the reason it left was just to go get its buddies. Yeah, it just needed right. more guys. Uh, it's like, hey, this one has a, has a stick. Um, so he, he runs off to go get help, uh, but he is uh, exited left, pursued by wolves. Uh, we don't really, we okay, don't see... That sounds like the best age for Martin ever. Yeah. Really <laughs> uh, we don't see the end result of that quite yet, but uh, no. Parker is stranded up there all alone for a few more hours. Frostbite's getting worse, and she decides, you know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get down there, and uh, I'm gonna get down there myself. Yeah, I mean, at, at this point, really, what does she have to lose? I guess, huh? Yeah. This would be Yopo. You only freeze once. 
<laughs> yep. Uh, so she manages to get down. The, how does she do? She does she climb the? Uh... She like starts. Oh, that's what it is. When when Lynch had climbed out earlier, like it looked like the part of the thing fastening it in place started to break, and so as she is climbing out is when it breaks all the way. So it drops down to where she's about only has to drop about half as far, and then as she jumps out, it breaks the rest of the way off, and it looks like it lands on her leg. Yeah, she doesn't get her legs exploded like Dan, but she does get it crushed by a falling ski lift. Uh, lots of leg trauma in this movie. Yeah, someone was trying to save right. about legs here. Yeah, so she, uh, she like, crawls a bit. Uh, does she roll <laughs> first or does she crawl first? It's honestly, I lose track. She rolls, crawls, slides. I think we see her try to stand up a couple times. It's Yeah. It's a lot. Uh, she comes upon what's left of Joe. Uh, obviously, yeah. he did not outrun the wolves, and the ski pole did not save him. And we get some nice, long, lingering shots of what's left of Joe Lynch. I know. it's. I love the framing of it, too, because, like, she's, if I remember right, she's, like, working her way no, down. And pauses to, she pauses to look around, and it does that thing where as her head turns, she just comes face to face with the dog. Yeah, and also there's, like, blood on the snow, and she turns a little bit more. And then she she's like the the stripped leg bone, yeah. Um, uh, but the wolves aren't interested in her. They have plenty of food already, so they just let her go. They got leftovers. Yeah, they're they're good. Uh, they're nice and full. So she, yeah, she, I think this is where she rolls. Away. Okay. She like frantically crawls away. She rolls down a hill, and she comes upon the uh, the highway leading up to the mountain. So she manages to like. Uh, she tries to flag down one uh, car and it drives by. Uh, yeah. And then she Failure. decides, you know what? She kind of gives lay up on, first. I'm going to lay out in the middle of the road. And if someone stops, they'll stop. And if they don't, well. Whatever. Um, but she It'll does, take me from this hell I'm in. <laughs> yeah, but she manages to grab someone. A, a Dodge Caravan like skids to a halt. And the guy's like, hey, are you all right? And the answer to that is no. Yeah, no. No, dude. Uh, but but she is safe. She's being driven back to uh, to the lodger, or probably to the hospital, more like. Yeah, which I'm just I saying, if we had if we had Kane Hodder have a cameo earlier in the film, we should have had Robert England be the person to pick her up. Oh, oh that would have been a good one. Yeah, that would have been good. I was the whole time thinking just how hilarious, and this is maybe because like things like American Horror Story and stuff have destroyed my brain. But I the whole time was thinking how hilarious would it be if instead of taking her to a hospital, he just like. Takes her to a murder shack. <laughs> then we lead into Disney's next project, their adaptation of Misery. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Speaking of uh, leg trauma. Um, oh, God. Oh. Oh, yeah, God. So... Yeah, it's been a while on that one for me. Oh, geez. Yeah. So, yeah, it's frozen, I guess. It's, it's a really weird Disney movie. Not sure I get all the hype that was around this one. No. Yeah. Especially, like, when she gets in the car, like, I... Honestly, I was sitting there, okay, maybe maybe this is where things will start to pick up and we'll see her kind of rebuilding or something, but it just cuts or at off. at least one musical number. Yeah, <laughs> just one. Uh, the wolves don't have to talk. Just just one musical number would be enough. I mean, I guess they really should let it go, but I mean, come on. We could have at least built one snowman. Yeah, so uh, you, got, you got some trivia for this film? I mean, my trivia that I found was that the literal the entire time they were filming any of the wolf attacks where they were supposed to be all fierce literally the wolves kept wagging <laughs> yeah because just did. off screen their trainers were there like holding treats and the wolves were like 
they knew that they were hitting their mark. And they were like, yay, treats. And it's like, no, no, you got to be fierce. You got to eat these people. <laughs> but they're, they're like, but we want to play. <laughs> but foods. It's kind of like the dogs from Resident Evil that, you know, kept licking off their, you know, they're supposed to be mutated by T-Virus. And they kept licking their makeup off because it tasted Aww, good. I didn't know that and, one. That's cute. No, they did. They kept licking the stuff off because it tasted good. And also, I think it was. With at least some of the Dobermans, they had to take their tails down because they wouldn't stop wagging. <laughs> oh, that's that's awesome. Um, no, I will say, and uh, maybe it's just that I need to start paying more attention to like the directors that Disney hires. But um, I keep forgetting the guy's name. The guy who did this one. I'm too lazy to look it up. Uh, Adam Green. That's it. I remembered his last name. Adam Green. Thank you. Has been like weirdly vocal about how real everything is supposed to have been. And to the point of even saying this, the reason some shots you don't see the act, the character's breath anymore is because it, it was just that cold while they were filming. I don't think was that's that... how that works. No, I'm not yeah. sure if that's how. No, I like... saw that trivia too, and like, no, dude. Yeah, his his excuse is basically like it got to the point that the air inside their lungs was just as cold as the air outside, and like okay. if that happens, I'm pretty sure you're dead at that point yeah that's not yeah. how anything works bro like you don't have to work so hard to sell the realism i mean yeah maybe it's more grisly but it's still a disney movie man like come on yeah this right just such a weird choice for someone to, to work with disney i feel like i don't like see any of their directors out pulling stuff like this you know i don't see the disney touch in this movie i really don't i really don't i mean it makes me like wonder how it even got made under them right like you yeah know, there's like, gotta be a there's gotta be a story like, to that but i wasn't able to find anything like i wouldn't expect this under um oh who did who what what was the studio that technically did night before christmas uh, touchstone yeah touchstone this is like a touchstone movie but i think they oh, shuttered right. them a few years that ago. i would have expected yeah like that that was where they put all the stuff that was too edgy for disney back in the day <laughs> right sometimes this didn't come out under touchstone and so it's like oh this is Disney. See, I would have seen this as like a Blumhouse or Asylum picture, if anything. <laughs> uh, it's not so. as bad as an Asylum. I would say okay, Blumhouse that's is about yeah, right. Yeah. I'm looking at some of the other uh, filmography of, of Mr. Adam Green here. Yeah, speaking um, of Kane Hodder, he did like a whole series called Hatchet with him. Oh, yeah. Yes, I remember that. He's also got he's got a, a thing just called a movie just called Horrified. Kane Hodder does or Adam Green does? Uh, Adam Green. Oh, it's apparently a talk show. It was an internet talk show. Oh, that's weird. Uh, so basically a podcast? Basically. <laughs> I mean... Wow, he was tapped to make Aquaman. As in the Jason Momoa Aquaman? Huh. Not that one. Apparently they were planning on another Aquaman movie back in like 007 or 08, oh. but it never went through. That's... Um, that's actually really interesting. I'm curious how that would have turned out. Right. Excuse me. Uh, a movie oh, called sorry. in the works called uh, Killer Pizza. <laughs> oh wow! Yes, that's an ironic title. Uh, it looks like it was based on a children's book, so maybe oh. more of a more of a I mean, teen kid horror. Uh, oh, I, I might need to check that out. Like a I mean, monster. Re- it house. makes me think of Killer Tofu from. You guys remember Doug, right? No. Like yeah. Old Kill- Nick, yeah, Killer Tofu from the... That oh, one. man. All I really remember of Doug is Quail Man, for some reason. Yeah. It's one of these... I guarantee you, if I link you guys to Killer Tofu, you'll remember exactly what I'm talking about. Probably. Yeah, let me just... 
I'm just going to Google some stuff about Frozen to see how it got made as a Disney movie. There we go. Uh, how is one side of my nose stopped up and not the other? Magic? Uh, Fuck the magic. Hey, guys. I think we Pink may Brown have watched... get out of my nostril. We, we, uh, we, might, we may have watched the wrong movie. What? No, that can't be it, right? Oh, shit. Really? I mean... Disney's Frozen, 2010, right? No. 2013. Were oh, we a few years shit. off? We were three years off. I just kind of assumed that they would only make one movie called One Thing. You would think. And that they wouldn't make duplicate movies. Fuck. Um, well, it's... Shit. 